Hello and welcome to the first episode of How Do Women Do It All, where we have a healthy discussion around how women juggle their busy lifestyles and if it's actually possible to do it all. Is it possible to be a mother as well as run a business, work nine till five, while staying healthy and fit and still have downtime to themselves? Today I'm speaking with Georgia Bamber, a busy mother of two and a life coach. How are you today, Georgia? Hi, Brittany. I'm very good, thanks. How are you? <laughs> good, thank you. Um, now, I'd love it if you could start off just by explaining who you are and telling me a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, as you said, I'm a life coach and a mother of two teenage boys who are 13 and 14 now. Um, and I do my life coaching practice from uh, my home in the Southern Highlands, New South Wales. Um, and my main focus in my work is basically helping women who want to get more out of life. So I help them to get clear on what it is they want. Um, and then I teach them the skills and the tools they need to go out there and actually, um, you know, make it happen. So as well as being a certified life coach, I've got a master's in psychology, um, an MBA. I'm certified in plant-based nutrition. Um, and I'm also an endurance athlete. So I've got a really broad range of skill sets on which to draw. So I can pretty much help people with most areas of their lives. So the main focus for me is really helping people to work on their mindset um, and in that way tap into their potential to really start living kind of deliberate, successful lives. So that's what I do in a nutshell. Wonderful. Um, now we talked previously and a lot of women who I've talked to um, either had a positive or negative reaction to this question. So you actually felt as though women can do it all with the right tools and techniques. Yeah, I read some of the reactions that you had and I was actually <laughs> quite disappointed for some women that they feel that they can't do it all. But I suppose it depends on your definition of doing it all and having it all. Um, I mean, I'm a, a mother of two boys and I have a thriving coaching business and I do probably two or three endurance events a year. I train six days a week. I mean, I've got my health, I've got a business and, and I've got kids. So I'm living proof that you can do it all. But that's not to say that you can do it all, all of the time. And I think that's where people get confused. I don't think you can be a, you know, a high flying executive and the world's best mother and an Olympic athlete all at once. I mean, that's never going to happen. You really need to pick and choose what your focus is at any one particular time. And then I think over the balance of your life, you can have it all. And there are certain periods when you can be, you know, all in on, on lots of things, but you know, I think you just need to be realistic about what we're physically, you know, humanly capable of. So, you know, when my kids were babies, I was obviously much more focused on them than I was on my career. But now that they're teenagers and have a bit more of a life of their own, I can really focus a lot of my attention on my work life. And that's not to say I'm not there as a mother for them, but my focus has changed in the amount of time I can kind of designate to different tasks in my life. So it's definitely possible that's for sure okay so when you talk about balancing you're talking about um what things that you might prioritize over the other but still you're usually saying that you can do most of it most of the time yeah you can do some of i mean you can you can i think being healthy is an essential you've got to be doing that all of the time that can't be something that you let go because you'll be no good at anything if you're not healthy um and there are moments in your life you know if you can from school that day you're focusing 100% on them and work's going to be pushed to the side but there are other times when you're starting a new project or something then work's going to be the focus so it's just about balancing it overall than feeling you have to have a balance every day yeah um, 
So yeah, I think it's it, it's just, and it's also, as you said, it's about prioritizing. It's knowing at any moment, you know, what it is that you want most and, you know, really knowing what it is that you're trying to achieve. I think so many of us are just busy chasing results. We don't stop to think about why we're doing that. So I think it's just stepping back and thinking, you know, what is it that I want to get out of this? Yeah. So did you just want to jump into sort of what um, an average kind of week would look like for yourself then for someone who does feel like they are doing it all most of the time? Yep. Um, so my average week is um, I get up and get my kids ready for school. So that's typical mum stuff, get them up, chuck them in the shower. They're big enough to take care of themselves now and get dressed. So that's good. But it's still getting lunches and all of that together. Um, I do my exercise first thing because I'm the kind of person if I don't do it, it's never getting done. So I'm usually out running or whatever I'm doing by about eight o'clock. Um, and then, you know, my days are different, but I always take Friday off. That's my me day. Um, and the, the other days of the week, as soon as I get back from my run, I kind of, you know, have a shower, get dressed and I sit down for my working day, which is involving, you know, meeting with clients or working on, you know, marketing my business. So it's definitely four days of pretty much full-time work. And then when the kids get home from school, they go to various sporting activities. I have to do the usual, you know, mum taxi. Um, and I just fit things around that. And I just really learned to be realistic about what I can do with the time that I'm given, um, which is, I think, the mistake a lot of maybe younger mothers make or people new to being a business person and being a parent that they just try and get too much in. And that's where the overwhelm comes from. I'm much more realistic now about what I can get done and I don't stress out if I don't get everything done. I just let it be. Yeah. Um, and other circumstances that you believe may be unhealthy to do it all. Um, yes. If I think if you think you can burn the candle at both ends, you're kind of, you know, mistaken. I mean, nobody can, work until two o'clock in the morning, get up at six to kind of get the kids up and ready for school or their day and then work all day and then socialize and, you know, see their husband or partner. I mean, you have to sleep, you have to eat, you know, you have to take care of yourself. And so to think that you can kind of skip out on some of those things is definitely unhealthy. And I think that's where priorities come in and your own health and particularly sleep and what you eat needs to be, you know, on, on top of that list. So if you've got health right at the bottom of your list, that's when trying to do it all is um, never going to work in the long run. Yeah. Um, and what kind of tools and techniques do you give people when they maybe um, have a bit of an unhealthy lifestyle or balance or come to you and say, I really need to focus on, um, yeah, making a more balanced lifestyle? Okay, well, there's kind of four things that I think are the, the key pillars to, you know, doing it all, if that's what you want to call it, having a balanced life. And two of them are definitely essential and two of them are optional, but highly, highly recommended. And the two essential ones really are maintaining your physical health and your mental health. So for me, physical health... Um, I eat really well. I eat um, a whole food plant-based diet. So it's lots of green smoothies and vegetables and, and good whole foods. Um, and I find this just gives me tons of energy, which means that I've got a lot of energy anyway. So I don't get as tired as I might do if I wasn't fueling my body with really good foods. So I think that's really important. You've got to be really mindful about the fuel that you're giving yourself. I mean, we're just like cars. You give us substandard petrol, we're going to give you substandard performance. So um, you really need to put the kind of high octane gas in and you'll get high octane performance. So I think that's key. And then for me, exercise is a huge part of my life. And ironically, 
when you go out and do exercise in the morning, you find that you have more energy. It gets the you know oxygen flowing through, the blood pumping, endorphins going, and I get a lot more done actually when I've had you know exercise in the morning than when I'm a bit sleepy and I haven't. Um, and in terms of mental health, I think it's really important to just um, really ensure that you've got those kind of moments of self-care into your day. Um, for me, I try and slip in those kind of micro bursts of self-care. Every day I do at least 10 minutes of yoga um, and I've got my sacred cup of tea in the afternoon where my kids know that they cannot disturb me for at least 15 minutes. And unless their hair is on fire, they're, they're not allowed to bother me. Um, and it's been like that since they were little. So I think it's just figuring out what are those little moments in your day that you can steal for yourself. Just, you know, a minute or two makes all the difference. So it's really taking care of that emotional aspect. Um, and another large part of that is your mindset, kind of understanding that the results you see in your life are just purely a product of the thoughts that you have and everything you do is a choice. And a lot of people don't see this. They see a lot of the things they do as obligations. And that's why they end up feeling overwhelmed and, and burnt out. And that's what's really draining if you think you're doing something because you have to rather than because you want to. So that's what I try and show people. Um, and then the two things that I think are optional but really highly recommended is one being super organized. Um, so I try and have all my meals prepared um, on, for the week ahead on Sunday afternoon, which is really helpful. Um, you know, I always keep on top of the laundry. Um, and things like that. And I just, um, you know, I don't iron because that for me is not one of my priorities. I carpool activities for the kids so I don't have to always be picking them up and dropping them off. Um, and the last thing is to try and develop that social network. So having the family and friends around who can just be there for you when you really need them um, to be, to pick up a bit of slack and just give you that emotional support. So they're the kind of four things that I think are really important in terms of, um, yeah, managing to get as much into your life as you possibly can. <laughs> Even just thinking about all these things is making me overwhelmed. How do you, do you like plan these? Like, do you have a diary or is, is it, are you just on top of it because of habit? I think it's just routine. Yeah. Um, I actually was very lucky when my children were young. I, um, they were both born in, in Hong Kong, so we had help. So for the first few years of their life, you know, I took care of them, but I always had someone you to help clean the house or, or take care of them if I wanted to go out or, you know, whatever. And we moved to Australia when my boys were four and five. And I ended up on a farm um, on the South Coast by myself. My husband didn't come with me. He was working overseas with two kids and like 20 cows and having to do everything myself. And I was absolutely shattered for six months, I think. But eventually I just got together the routines of, you know, how it all works. And yeah, now it just works like clockwork I don't think about it at all yeah because you mentioned before that you had that block out period where you just drink your tea like, yeah, no, yeah no I need that 15 that's my quiet time it's just <laughs> leave me alone I just need to regroup <laughs> and and that's kind of you know I suppose the end of the you know working day and before the kind of dinner and all of that stuff starts and so that's my moment to just get it all back together and, and I find that's well that's really helpful for me so yeah. yeah and did that come about because maybe you were getting stressed between those periods or did you just say no I just need to sit down and then yeah, that no, I just need to time out. like I'm, I'm actually lucky I'm not one to let myself get overwhelmed and stressed too much I'm really quite um, self-aware so if I feel you know that stressful kind of feeling bubbling up I really always will try and step back and say what's going on and that's something I teach my clients as well as how to really separate the kind of facts of the situation from the story you're telling yourself about it because yeah. it's that story that's the thing that gets us all worked up it's not really what's going on most of the time 
it's what we're telling ourselves. So I'm quite good at just dialing things back and just saying, hang on, what's going on here? Um, yeah, and I think that's how I kind of cope with it all. I mean, of course, like everyone, I have my moments and I blow my lid and, you know, my kids are <laughs> for sure that I'm not some kind of calm Buddha all the time. Um, but I think, you know, on the balance of it, I've got it under control and it's working and I am managing to be, you know, a good mom and keeping my kids healthy and happy as well as developing this business, which is working as well as taking care of myself, which for me actually is almost the top priority because without that, you can't do anything else. Yeah. Wonderful. So the next question I just want to ask you is mainly because in my life, I'm trying to figure out having to have a balance between work and trying to fit in the household duties and trying to balance that with me and my partner. So, um, in my personal belief, women do have more responsibilities and that's just going off gender stereotypes. Yeah. Um, but around me, I see that most of my friends do have more responsibilities in terms of my girlfriends. Um, is this prominent in your home? And if so, have you figured out a system that makes it work? Well, I think the thing with that is, is that, um, you know, today I think there are definitely men out there who shoulder their share of responsibilities, but it's not even about that. The, the problem with it is, is that it's still the woman's problem. Even if a man's doing 50% of the tasks, he's doing it for her, you know, to save her the work. It's like, it's her job, but he's helping out. Um, and I think that's where the problem lies, that society still views it as the woman's responsibility. And she's lucky if she's got a good man who can help her out, right? So that's where the problem lies, not even so much in whether if they're helping you or not. But in my house, my husband actually lives abroad for um, a good half the year. So he's away about seven months of the year. So I'm on my own. So pretty much my whole system of doing things has been set up so that it's a one man band because yeah. if I was relying on him, things would fall apart pretty quickly. But saying that I'm really lucky in the sense that he takes pretty much all the financial burden for the family. So I don't need to worry about money and things like that i just need to worry about everything else so yeah, yeah, yeah so, so it's, a little, it's a little bit different in your household then <laughs> yes it's definitely different i do all the kind of hard graft and um yeah and he kind of swans in every now and then and is you know fun dad but that's okay it's good <laughs> <laughs> um now i just really want to end this by asking you what kind of advice you would give a woman who already has children and wants to start their own business um well, I think the main thing I would say is that um, definitely go for it for a start. It is so possible. And I think there's nothing more important than showing your children, being an example to them of what's possible. I mean, that's one of the main drivers for me is that I want to show my kids that you can be a great mother and you can be a great woman at the same time. So I would say don't hesitate and go for it. But having said that, I would just say keep things into perspective a bit. Um, and don't think that having everything means that you have to have everything all at once. As I said before, sometimes you'll be able to 100% focus on work and other times it's going to be all about the kids. But as long as you plan for that, it's fine. And it's really important that you make sure that you're in the moment with whatever you're doing. I mean, I've, I've found in the past myself, you know, that you just, you know, you might be with the kids, but you're thinking about, you know, work and it's just, there's no point, like there's no point reading to your kids at night while you're sitting there thinking about your latest marketing plan. You're not, you know, they know you're not really present with them. So I think when you're with the kids, be with the kids, when you're at work, be at work and try not to get frustrated if things are a little slower and don't go the way that you want to immediately. What's important is that you just keep at it and you learn your lessons along the way and just keep moving towards your dreams because it's so worth it by the end of it for you and for what you can teach your children. 
Oh, thank you so much. It's been so lovely to have a chat with you today. Um, would you like to give me a little bit of knowledge on your business, how people can contact you and what kind of people come to you? Yep. As I said, I mainly focus on coaching women, but if there are any men out there, I'm always happy to talk to you. <laughs> um, so yeah, my website is at uh, georgiabamba.com. That's the best place to find me. Um, and my signature program that I'm running at the moment is called the Reset Roadmap. And that's all about helping women, as I said, rediscover who they are, what they want, and really empowering them to formulate a really actionable plan so they can go out um, and, and get it. So yeah, I offer um, a free consultation for anybody who wants to have a chat with me and find out how life coaching can work. I think it's something that people are a little wary about. So I like to really show people what an amazing tool, um, you know, having a great coach behind you can be. So yeah, happy for anybody to um, come along and sign up to have a chat. Thank you. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. And hopefully people, if they found this really helpful, they'll come along and um, check out your website. Well, thank you very much, Brittany. It's been a pleasure. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of How Do Women Do It All? Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Lady Side Hustle, a community of women helping women turn their side hustles into a successful business. Oh, 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 oh,